What is up, brothers and sisters? Welcome back to another episode of the Vessels Podcast. If you are new with us, we just want to say what's up and welcome. We hope you love this and that it's beneficial for you. My name is Jeremy and I am the host of this podcast. And if you did not know, the Vessels Podcast is brought to you by the Ask Us Why Christian Apparel Line. But this podcast is a roundtable style discussion between me and my good friends, Christian, Connor, and Allie, where we talk about topics and relevant issues from a biblical perspective and try and address issues that we believe are important for us to understand as we continue to grow in our faith. With that being said, we hope you love this episode. You guys can actually be a part of Ask Us Why in a lot of different ways, but one cool way with our podcast is you can subscribe to our email list. And on our email list, we always send out a follow-up email regarding the topic that we talk about in these episodes so that you can continue to do the research and continue to learn about these topics beyond our podcast because we want to encourage and enable you guys to be able to do these things on your own. It's not about just listening to a couple opinions. This is about learning the the practice of studying and understanding things that God believes are important that we should also believe are important as well. So with that being said, we hope you guys love this episode. Make sure you subscribe to our email list and we hope you enjoy. Let's jump into it. Welcome back to another episode. We're live in the lion's den. How are we feeling in here, ladies and gentlemen? Christian, how are we feeling? <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> that does not sound like Christian. <laughs> Can you do a better yeah, one? Yeah, do a better one. No, you just made his Just do a better one. Really, really deep. Because when he's in the morning, because like, in the morning, Christian always has like that, like, raspy. man, dad, deep voice. I'm just deep. Man, dad, deep voice. Um, 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 yeah, I don't know. You give me your best. Give me your best Christian impression. I don't have one. <laughs> well, they don't critique mine. Nobody can can replace Christian. You're just another one That's of those. That's why we're ending the podcast forever. <laughs> it's the last episode. <laughs> yeah, I've been solo up here for like two times now, and I'm kind of depressed. It's kind of lonely up here. But I got lots of real estate. It's nice. I got room for everything and activity. I can play with my tech decks on here. It's pretty cool. And you two still stuck on the couch. Um, yeah, Christian uh, sadly has passed away. And so <laughs> why is that funny? This is a serious matter. That's so not true. Passed away onto Disneyland for the weekend. Yeah, passed away is does not mean he's dead. It just means he's passed on. Cooper's looking at me like, oh. See, now that you've acknowledged yeah, why did he him. Do that? He's <laughs> now he's <laughs> He's creeping on the camera. You can just see his snoot. He's I'm like, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, Christian's out. So it's just back to the gang. The gang's all here, folks. You guys ever seen that episode of SpongeBob? Yeah. <laughs> Have you watched SpongeBob growing up? I didn't watch it. Okay, up. I was gonna say. I thought that I was like, I th- like that's the one thing I can't relate to with any of my friends, because for the most part, not a lot of them have watched SpongeBob. <clears throat> so that's my one thing. I'm like, wait, do you actually know what I'm talking about? But um, yeah, anyways, we um, cooking up a storm in here because uh, Allie was just uh, debriefing us on all of her jealousy that she has for um, for Connor. And <laughs> That's just so not true. Oh, that's not true. Don't say that. Remy. We have to restart. <laughs> I'm like, I told you that in confidence. We said we said we weren't gonna share that. We're gonna share that. <laughs> Cooper, Cooper stop moving. Hey. Just lay down. Don't get. Boy, lay down now. Look at my boots. Lay down. Hey. Lay down. Cooper, lay down. Lay oh, down. Oh, oh, oh. Down. Uh. Alright, we just have to not acknowledge him okay. and then pretend he's not here. And it'll work perfect. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's that's the, that, that's how it works. That's how it works. There you go. Oh. Don't. Nope. Don't. Don't. He doesn't oh. at least. Nope. Can't break eye contact. And you can't be the first to blink. That's how it works. 
Okay. It's Successful a, mission. It's a, um, it's a battle for <laughs> the head of the house. No, we're not playing toys right now. Oh, my goodness. Well, anyways, guys, we got another episode for y'all today, and it's going to be good because we're talking about um, Gen V. Oh. Oh. Jealousy and envy. Together. Together. Gen V. I'd like to clarify there's not Invacy. jealousy at all. Remy made that up. That is fake news. <laughs> I just need to clear the air on something real quick. <laughs> I did not this, say that. This is uh, not true. <laughs> um, yeah, I just made up that word Gen V. But I also think one day we're going to have like a Generation V. I don't know. It depends on like where we go with like this. Because we're at like Z right yeah, now. Yeah, why did they start with Z? Why didn't they start with A? Like, that doesn't sound cool, bro. I didn't pass the vibe check. Gen A. Gen A. (laughs) That's probably exactly why. Because Tom Hanks already took it. Cooper, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you out. Gen A. (laughs) What generation are you part of? Uh, I'm a part of the Gen A. You have to like just like instinctly do the accent with it. Uh, Gen B. Gendy? Gen Gen I don't know. <laughs> Everyone oh listening is like losing brain cells. <laughs> about <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right, guys. We're actually talking about jealousy and envy today. Um, I think we all know what jealousy and envy is. No. <laughs> Thank you, Connor, for that clarification. Um now we will do a, we'll break down the distinction between the two because I do believe there is in, indubitably. But uh, what are some common things that we usually get jealous about? When you guys, what are some things off the top of your head that you're like, oh, I get jealous of this or I get envious of this? Uh, uh, sports. Good answer. Good answer. Why? Why sports? I get jealous of. The teams. Every other team with the Steelers. Steelers. (laughs) (laughs) And I haven't felt this feeling in a long time. Steelers have been good for like 20 years, my whole life pretty much. And this year they stink. And usually when they stink some years, it's like, okay, you still, you know, you go above 500. You know, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season, which is crazy. But this season, I think we're going to lose out. So (laughs) (laughs) jealous of other teams that are better than us. Side note, did, did, uh, I don't think you were a part of the discussion or I don't know if I shared this with you, but we were in our group chat. We're all watching this, the Steelers game. It was versus who, what was the team we were playing against? Uh, I don't know. Which I can't remember it? what team was. It was the one that where they were coming back and then we were like, Oh, oh like, the chargers, the chargers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They went like back and forth and back and forth. And so we're texting in our football group chat and we're like, yo, Steelers are going to come back. This is crazy. <laughs> and Connor just texts, we're going to lose. And we are like, why are you so pessimistic for your team? He's like, I'm not pessimistic. I'm just realistic. It's I was like, lost. hey, you never know, bro. You never know, man. Gosh, no hope for this team. He's like, it's not that I don't have hope. It's that I've watched this team for the last 20 years of my <laughs> life, and they do the same thing every time they fail me. <laughs> we were all just like, dude, this this chat got dark. This man's got some baggage he needs to talk about. And they lost. They did lose. It was sad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways. Oh man! So I don't talk about it, I get upset. So, do you actually have a jealousy issue with football teams? Uh, are you jealous of the Cardinals right now? No, because I think the Cardinals are my second favorite team, so I'm all right with it. That's yeah, your fallback for the Cardinals, because you remember, you know, 2008, 2009. Uh, sorry, Cardinals fans. Kurt Steel, Warner days Steelers took the dub. That was the last time, like, I imagine the, the Cardinals were like actually okay. Since well, then, it's been they were good one year with Carson Palmer. And they got smacked by the Panthers. Yeah, in the in the playoffs. That's a shame. Anyways, Allie, what uh, what else we got? Okay, should I give like a stupid one, like Connor? Should I give like a? It's not stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I guess it's real. Yeah, no, Um, uh, whatever you want. (laughs) Um, The floor is yours. I feel like, hmm, I get jealous of like little things that are like kind of dumb. Like Connor's really good at volleyball. And then, like, if he does volleyball with, like, other females that are good at volleyball, <laughs> then I'm like, ugh, I'm jealous. I wish I was good at volleyball. 
other females. So that way I could like play too. Like I get jealous of like missing out on like getting to like bond with him and those like people that went to Africa with Connor. I was jealous of them, like mm-hmm. all of you, males included. Um, cause I'm like, man, they get to see Connor in such a cool light. So I get jealous of her stuff like that of like, ah, oh, such a cool way to bond that like I haven't got to experience cause mm. I'm not good at volleyball and Connor will, if we had a schoolyard pick, he would not pick me. I could be the last one up there <laughs> for and kickball. He would be like, I will have a substitute. Um, Ali, you can go to the other team. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. It's <laughs> just the truth. He's like, Ali, I love you, but you stink. <laughs> And we don't play to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) And the team that I like loses already, so I have to be a winning team. Exactly. All right. What are some things that, like, humans all together, like, more often than not get envious about or jealous about? Not just just us. Other people's success. Mm -hmm. What else? Relationships. Relationships. Oh, yeah. Other people's relationships. Other people's relationships. Uh, Other people. Think. Th- let's think more envious. Think like physical things. Physical things. Mm-hmm. Like people's physical features. Instagram followers. Physical follower. Or oh yeah, social media. Cars. People have houses, vacations, Cars. money, vacations, money, jobs. Which I have all of those. So yeah, everybody should be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you did just get a promotion. All the cars. Claps all around. Sometimes. Aiden, throw a little clapping sound effect into this guy. Woo! Thank Sometimes you. I feel like Christians can get jealous of other Christians for like where they're at in their faith versus where they are. Yeah. It's like that. And that yeah. is really dumb. That is really dumb. Or how like the Lord has like blessed them versus them. Yeah, um, like Pastor Smile and Joel. I get jealous about him sometimes. Not throw shade, but people got jealous when Allie and I got engaged and they're like, other Christians that are in relationship with us. Yeah. I don't know if you went through that. You probably did, but like you just start to realize some of your friends, like start to not hang out with you. And I, already, like, I didn't, I don't have any friends. Oh, I lost <laughs> them all. Yep. <laughs> the few I have left are the ones that are gold. Cause I, they have been refined by fire. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm joking. <laughs> what were you saying? Um, Anywho, I was saying like it like there is like a big thing I feel like in today's society, mm. especially like being jealous over other people's relationships, mm. whether you're not in one. And I've been there too. Like I was in the relationship for a, a long time and then everyone else was getting engaged and I was pissed. I didn't care who they were. I was just like, that's not fair. That's stupid. That's going to fail. Yeah. Just like instantly upset. Mm-hmm. So I've been there. I understand that. But then Connor and I got engaged and I was like, oh, uh, like I just we could I felt from a lot of people like it was just like backhanded like oh congrats can i see your ring to like know if i think it's pretty uh, and it's like oh oh they didn't ask to see my ring <laughs> silicone <laughs> nothing <laughs> um this is a weird one to add to this but i feel like this is getting more and more common and this isn't to throw shade at anyone that that follows or watches these kinds of people but be be on your guard but there are a lot of like YouTubers oh, out there I, right now yeah, that, that are like lifestyle, Christian, family, household that really have like beautiful homes or if they don't have it, it's because they're building it right now. And it's got, you know, like the boho, like Scandinavian, mid-century modern vibes inside. It's got, a you know, beautiful windows and pool and they got like the perfect dog and the family. And like, they're really popular to watch on YouTube. But I feel like there's this growing like distaste, not even distaste, but more longing for like that lifestyle because like they watch them live that life every day and then when they stop watching they realize like i don't have any of those things i sit in this room by myself i don't have those things some people might be content but i feel like like do you guys like i don't know does that make sense at all i feel like i'm noticing that sometimes that's kind of like growing it's like you like I, we watch vloggers they've been around for a while you mean aspen ovard Aspen's one of them. There's a lot you of them out there. You just described her like whole house. Well, I've <laughs> described a lot of houses. I didn't even have her in mind, oh, but right. I mean, that's one. And that doesn't make them bad. Like those people, like I think that they're all great people, but right. I just think that like it can be dangerous if we don't have like a spiritual maturity to it, to where um, we're, we're able to digest and realize like, all right, like I like to watch their life, 
but I don't like to, you know, I have that one side where I struggle with this envy and covetousness where I want their stuff. Cause it's like, why do they get those things? I've been working hard my whole life for these things. Why do they get to have that? Um, so that's just, that's just like a weird one-off one. I think it's different from like the traditional like success. I mean, it's kind of in those things, but I guess my, my follow-up question for that is, do you guys think that in like this generation, do you think we're worse off than past generations with jealousy and envy? I think there's more opportunity for it. Um, I think that it can be easy for like, I think Christians, especially who are like outside of, you know, or tried, you know, not be in the world or not be of the world, but in the world Mm -hmm. um, to be like, this is the worst generation at this specific thing ever. Yeah. And then this, it's like, you know, when, when we grow up, we'll probably be like, this this new generation stinks. You know, they stink in this way and this way and this way. So I think I try and stay away from like, you know, th- this group of people is just the worst at this thing because mm-hmm. it can be easy to do that. But I do think that there's more opportunity when it comes to like technology and social media and comparison and stuff like that yeah. for people to have a, a spirit of jealousy and envy mm-hmm. and want other things because it's easier to see the people see other people's things and see yeah. other people's lives and what they have. Um, <clears throat> so there's more opportunity. I don't know if we struggle with it more, but I do think we struggle with um, the opportunity is there more. Yeah. So, so you think there's more temptation yeah. than in the past? Primarily, yeah, like social media and those kind of things. Allie, do you think so? Yeah, I was going to bring up social media that like allows for more room, um, like Instagram, Facebook, all of the above, um, it becomes almost like a platform of yeah. like, how can I, like people, and this is sad, but it's almost like people post to make other people jealous. Um, they don't post because it's like an actual joy in their life. Um, there are some people who genuinely post things and are like, I hope this makes people jealous yeah. or wish that they were me. Um, Which is just as bad. As it the is, other way around. especially if you're a believer. Um, Mm -hmm. that's like really disgusting. It's like, we're called not to call like our brothers and sisters in Christ to stumble, but like a a part of stumbling is like, I feel like that's a huge issue is like, you're still causing your brother and sister to like have that hurt heart, have that like envious heart, which is also hurtful right? and doesn't help their spiritual growth. Um, but I feel like Instagram has become, I'm not saying everyone posts for that reason at all. Um, but I do think sometimes we almost get so obsessed with the response, mm-hmm. which is kind of like we want people to be jealous. Right. Like it's almost like the support isn't even it. It's mm-hmm. just like if they're like, oh my gosh, like I love this. You're thinking, yeah, you wish you had it. Like yeah. that kind of thing. Totally. I think the same thing every day when I post. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just post Cooper and you're like, if people aren't jealous of this, I swear. We actually specifically like chose not to do that with Cooper. Like, God, I just fun. I'll just put stuff on like my story, especially when it's funny. But like I don't have a page dedicated to him so that people can be like, oh, I have a golden retriever, but he's not Cooper. Yeah, because I, I don't want that. I don't want right. that people because I'm telling you right now off screen. He's the dumbest dog I know. <laughs> yeah, he, I can testify to that. No. He, he is a bowl of nuts and, and he's just running around the house, shaking it up all day long, running into things, jumping on things. <laughs> he Bye, is dumber than a doorknob. Let me tell you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but Facebook basically like released documents that showed that they are aware of the damaging effects of social media on young women. And, uh, even beyond that, all these people that are part of like, especially the startup of these social media companies, but any of these tech companies, they don't let their own kids use the products. Like they won't let any of them touch them because they know how damaging they are for their kids and it's so fascinating how it's like if the people that created it won't let them use it should that not be a red flag for us about this but we got kids now at like six seven years old with iphones bigger than their face like on social media i don't know what they do on social media they can't complete sentences but like there are still they're still seeing stuff out there um i I just pulled an article article (laughs) (laughs) first try article on uh the guardian says that 32 percent of teen girls said that they felt bad about their bodies instagram made them feel worse 
So uh, a third, literally one out of three women feel that. And that's not to say that there's not issues with guys as well. I think there's there can be a ton that goes into it with like fitness and like body style and like abs and all that kind of stuff. Um, but either way, yeah, I agree that we we live in a generation now where <clears throat> there's a lot more opportunity for these these things to struggle with. Um, and I think it's 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 not that. Uh, and this kind of goes with the same thing with um, like anxiety because anxiety is through the roof, right? Um, but I think that at, at, to some degree, it's not that we're a more anxious society. It's that it's revealing what's already within each and every one of us in our sinful nature. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of like bringing to light those things with inside. So, um, yeah, I agree with you guys. So what is the difference between envy and jealousy? Do you guys, do you guys know the difference? Uh, I think simply envy is more of you like want the things that other people have or want the lifestyle that another person has. Yeah. Like you want that for yourself and not for them. And I think jealousy is more like more or less a feeling of <laughs> Cooper's messing with the microphone. <laughs> but I think jealousy can, you can, you can be jealous about something and not necessarily want that specific thing. Yeah. You can just be something that is hurtful. Like you, you get upset about mm -hmm. this person or about what this person has. Right. You don't even necessarily want that thing. You're just upset that the person has that thing. Right. Allie, do you think anything, uh, anything else to add to that? No. Um, well, yeah, I have more to add to <laughs> no. you like that. All right. I, that's agree. Fine. <laughs> I agree with it. Um, Connor and I talked about this on the car ride over too. And I was like, I think yeah, you guys, are a little, you guys always get a little prep coming over in the no, car. Most of the time we're just like so tired. Of <laughs> that's true. Most of the time we're just Quiet. silent. Um, no talking. <laughs> talking <a lot. laughs> um, but I feel like I agree. Like envy, I see envy as almost like a hatred, mm. um, more of like an animosity heart. Whereas I think jealousy where it, Okay. <laughs> it has been developed into be a very bad thing because most of us, um, I'd say almost all, except maybe 3% of the entire world, um, actually have like a healthy view of like jealousy and like how to respond to it. Um, like Is you that 3% can... just America? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I've always seen envy as like more of like a hatred thing and jealousy mm. just of like jealousy confessor. Don't get me wrong. But I think envious takes a very, a very like sad place to be. Mm. Like it's a very broken place. Whereas I see jealousy as like an emotion that isn't inherently evil. Mm. Like you can be jealous that someone's in heaven. You're mm -hmm. like, oh man, but you're not like, I'm going to kill myself right now. Like it's not like a, that thing where I feel like yeah. envy is you want it so bad. You do anything to get it. Kind of Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just kind of to add to that, um, I think that envy, envy has more to do with, I think like an outward or external focus and jealousy has more to do with like internally and jealousy more often than not pertains to usually when we feel that there is a threat against like what we believe is rightfully ours or like in a relationship that something we deserve is being taken away. So that's why like, I think like jealousy, when we think like, oh, I'm a jealous person, it really has to do with, um, like relationships, right? But when it comes to like envy, I think like a, an interchangeable word for envy is to covet. That's pretty much what it is. Obviously, we know that that's the 10th commandment. And so we understand that like God does not want us to envy the things of other people. But um, I think that sometimes we think it's uh, interchangeable or we've just grown to become okay with thinking that it's not a bad deal. Um, and this is kind of interesting as I was like studying this is like trying to better understand um, just kind of the difference. And if there is ever like a point where it's okay to be either envious or to be uh, jealous. And so in terms of envy, no, not really. But as far as jealousy, there was, only, there was an exception within scripture where we kind of saw it kind of play out as being something that's acceptable. Um, but it, it was godly jealousy. And, uh, we see this in, I believe it's in Exodus 20, along with the commandments It says for your God is a jealous God. Um, I believe so. It, it, I know it's in Exodus. I, didn't, I think it's I didn't, because the, 
the Israelites were making the golden calf while Moses was on the mountain. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Either way, I know it's in Exodus. Um, and then uh, we see in Second Corinthians, I believe it's chapter 11, that Paul talks about having a godly or a divine jealousy for the people of Corinth. And that's a little bit different. Do you guys know like what godly jealousy or divine jealousy is? Like, have you heard of that before? Here's my thing. I've heard it once, mm-hmm. um, and it's in a song. It's how he loves us, and it says oh, he is how he loves us. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. how we love. <laughs> and now we have a copyright strike because um, <laughs> I sounded just <laughs> like him. <laughs> um, but it says he is jealous for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've actually, I said, uh, I'm sorry, hold on. We got to clear the air real quick. Sloppy wet kiss or unforeseen kiss? <laughs> Yucky. <laughs> you don't remember that? Device? Are you not sloppy aware of this? Sloppy wet kiss. You're a sloppy wet kiss yeah. person? All right. Got you. Heaven meets earth like a sloppy and wet kiss. Heaven meets earth like a, we're just going to skip it, everybody. We're not going to have this debate. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of yucky. And my heart turns violently inside of my chest. Bro, she knows the song from heart. She's a keeper. Anywho. Um, That's what I asked her. I said, you know this song. Yeah, remember when he proposed? Finish the sentence or you're when not When he proposed, he was like, fill in the blank. How he blank us so. And I said, loved. And he said, you did it. All right, that's it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so funny. Um, All right, carry on. But sorry. I've always thought about that line. And I mean, I sang it like all growing up. But then the other day I like quoted it and my friend was like, actually it wasn't her, it was her brother. He was like, huh? And I was like, what? And he was like, what does that even mean? And I was like, you I know, know. <laughs> I was like, you know. Jesus is jealous for us. And he was like, what do you mean? Je- why was, why would he be jealous of you? And I was like, okay, <laughs> hurtful. First of all, <laughs> um, but I was just like, I'm going to take that as a personal attack. <laughs> <laughs> but like genuinely, I didn't know how to defend it. So I'm almost like just implying I've heard of it, mm-hmm. but I don't have a definitive answer. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I just recently learned about it too. So okay. if someone asked me the same question, I guess I'd kind of have an answer. But at the same time, like it was definitely educational in my studies. Connor, do you have any insight on it before I share what I've learned? <clears throat> yeah. Christian studies major. You got it. <laughs> yeah, I know everything. So here you go. <laughs> uh, no, I think it has more to do with, first of all, I think godly jealousy is godly jealousy because <laughs> we we are not god and i think that's a good thing and i think we forget that first of all um and i think the second thing is like god knows ultimately and like he is the only one who knows like what is eternally and like temporarily best for us and <clears throat> so i think when he's he's jealous about things he's jealous about like our relationship in regards to him or in regards to like the things that we worship. So when we worship idols or worship things that are apart from, from godly things, that's when he's jealous is because he knows that those things aren't best for us. And so he's, he's, I don't want to say upset, but he's jealous righteously that we are wasting our time. We are wasting, you know, our relationship on things Mm -hmm. that are not worthy of, of our time and our, of our relationships. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but there are so many options out there when it comes to apparel. In fact, studies show that there are approximately 96,000 different apparel companies just in the U.S. alone. How in the world do you pick? For most, they find a few companies they like and they stick to that. I've been the same way all my life. It's actually only recently that I really had a change in heart and perspective about it. The majority of the apparel companies source their products from China, which is known for their child labor and sweatshops. Most major companies go there for their manufacturing just to get the cheapest rates to make a higher profit. When you dig into these companies, you realize that they really don't care about you. They care about their profits. They care about their reputation and always lean into what is popular to the secular world. My question is, why do we support these companies? Does it bring God glory? This is why Ask Us Why exists. We started this company with a few thoughts in mind. One, create apparel that actually has meaning and purpose behind it. Two, source our products domestically, ethically, and hand make them ourselves. And three, create a true community around it. Our apparel is always designed to do one of three things. Share the gospel, encourage the believer, and start the conversation. We even include videos for each drop to share the story behind it. On top of that, every person who buys from our shop gets added to our private Discord chat. We 
exist to help you and your faith continue to grow with community and discipleship. So instead of supporting the giants that don't care about you and only care about a higher profit, Support small Christ-centered businesses who actually care about you, who want to know you and support you in your walk with Jesus. Head to our shop over at askuswhyshop.com to check out our archive of designs and new releases. If you want to learn more about Ask Us Why and the different projects that we have, you can head over to our main website at askuswhy.org. Your support means the world to us, and we hope that together we can grow the kingdom. Yeah, it's pretty spot on. Um, yeah, I think that that God is the only one that can... like rightfully have jealousy and it's because he created us and he desires us to be with him and so when we take time to you know worship other things like this is why like it was the first commandment from god he was like you shall have no other gods before me for i am a jealous god i believe that's where it actually started was in the beginning of it and so like we we understand that like god has a kind of jealousy that's different from our kind of jealousy and the reason why is because our jealousy when you think about the way you distinguish the difference is the outcome of like who is getting the admiration at the end of it. Because jealousy is is when you feel that there is a threat to something that you believe was rightfully yours. So if the jealousy is justified as if like it's sorry, rectified in the sense where like it's fixed or that jealousy goes away. Like let's fit for instance, me and Connor, we love each other so much. <laughs> And I, I, I love Connor, but every time I see him play with the boys and he plays volleyball <laughs> and he plays with some of the girls too, I, <laughs> I gotta keep it going. I get, I get really jealous and I really like it. And so I just want Connor to have ice for me. I don't want to have ice for anyone else. Like when he has to look across at Tiffany for her to set me. <laughs> For her, for her to set him, I, I don't like that eye contact. So, like, I want that. And so, then you... <laughs> Dang it, Tiffany. <laughs> Dang it, Tiffany. Why do you have to be our best setter? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Connor comes and gives me that affection and admiration and attention. And he only has eyes for me now at this point. Then that jealousy goes away, right? Like the jealousy isn't there anymore because it's been solved. But I am the reciprocant of that admiration. And so now it was selfishly me that desired the attention and the focus versus in the case with God, God gets the focus and all glory to him, right? And so when Paul talks about it in 2 Corinthians, I believe 11, 2, yeah. Um, I don't think I wrote down the full verse. Let me read it for you guys real quick, just so we got it down there. Um, but basically, it's Paul having envy for the uh, the people of the church of Corinth because um, they were worshiping other gods. And so Paul is not saying that he's jealous for them in the sense that he wants them to focus on him. He's saying, I know I am, I am godly, like, divinely jealous because I want you to focus on God. Like you are robbing yourself of the potential of life and experiencing it to the full because you're worshiping these freaking like wood cravings or carvings, not cravings. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all over here eating wood. Stop it. <laughs> no wood Sorry. cravings allowed. That's the 11th honks. commandment. Sorry. No yeah, that was a loud <laughs> honk. Um, <laughs> Cooper's probably like, is there a goose in my house? <laughs> Hasn't heard that, I don't think. Uh, it says, I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy. I promised you to one husband to Christ so that I might present you as a pure virgin to him. So the, he uses the analogy of basically understanding the church is the bride to Christ. And within a like uh, a monogamous like relationship, being married, that there's a certain aspect of it where like you guys are, are there to sacrifice for each other and to give your attention to each other. And so... Yes, if you're married and your other partner is giving their attention to someone else, like another girl, that's the things that Tiffany. you, Tiffany, seriously, <laughs> seriously, Tiffany, where they're giving attention to that other person instead of you, like rightfully so, like there's jealousy in that. You're like, listen, I got a concern. You've been hanging out way too much with Tiffany and we got to talk about Deus. <laughs> I think there's there should be clarification here that Tiffany's not a real person. Tiffany's Tiffany <laughs> is the farthest thing from a real person. <laughs> she, she's my imaginary friend. Actually, we just had a volleyball game with all guys. Our team is all guys. So yeah. <laughs> just to clarify, guys. Just to clarify, because Connor has to have a clean slate because he's Sometimes perfect. when I look over at Josiah, I have those same feelings. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, I just wish he had long hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that would be like the difference with, um, with like a, a divine jealousy. So that's where I was like, wait, there's like an okay version of jealousy out there. And then when I realized that I was like, oh, that's very interesting. That's a lot different. So like we, like we can have a jealousy, like a divine jealousy with other people. If like it's in our hearts, we desire for them to realign their focus on God and to give him glory and admiration and focus. Yes, Allie. I was, I really like that because I feel like where I even get it wrong sometimes with being jealous is like, I'll sit down because I'm very open with Connor. And I honestly, spot on impression. That was great. Um, <laughs> Thanks. But I'll like <laughs> sit down with him and he's really awesome. And I can like be like, hey, like I got a little jealous about this. And I always come at it very timid because I never want him to think I'm like pissed. Um, <laughs> Dang woman. <laughs> but um, what he always gets to is like, I think um, he always like tries to figure out where is the jealousy stemming from? Mm-hmm. Like, is it truly did I wrong you? And how I responded to this or did this or said this, or is it stemming from insecurity in you? Cause he's Mm -hmm. like that. I can't fix that. I can't address that's between you and the Lord. Um, which I really admire in his character to not be like, Oh, I'll fix that. You're pretty. You got it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like he's put a bandaid over that one. (laughs) (laughs) Like he's very big on, and I feel like it's helped me a lot in my growth of like, yeah. Hey Allie, like what is that stemming from? Like, is that jealousy, a divine jealousy of like, you genuinely want like me and you like to glorify the Lord, like mm-hmm. you want my attention on him and whatnot and so forth. Or is it like you are just PO'd cause you're not a good setter. So when you see Tiffany setting, you assume <laughs> that she sets me the ball and now we're in love. Like, and I'm like, right. <laughs> that is, that is the, uh, correlation of events right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. I think that, um, when it comes to both envy and jealousy, that we live in a society now where we justify, I think moreover jealousy, but even envy. And here's one thing that I did learn, and you guys can share your thoughts on this, but John Piper, good old, good old Piper, brought up this the other day. Oh, cool. And he, <laughs> he, said, he said that it's not bad to want something that you don't have. What's wrong is envy. Mm. Because obviously, like, we ask for things that we don't have because we want it. That's what I, Christmas is. <laughs> That's no, what the. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I already sent my list to my mom. I hope she just makes sure to fulfill all of them. <laughs> I want everything on there, and um, so the uh, the difference is when you envy something. It's not because <clears throat> you just don't have it and you want it. It's because you see someone else that has it and you believe that you deserve it and that they don't. And so then it creates that that animosity, even though it might not exist or they might not even know it exists, but there's an animosity between the two. <clears throat> One thing, I guess, for me that I've struggled with on like more of the, I would say like envious side sometimes is like currently like my, my state of life right now is like, we're, I'm trying to do this ask us why thing. And I'm trying to really focus on building this, but I try, just counting all the things, <laughs> but <lot>. like <laughs> I chose, I chose to go financially the route where I'm not financially stable anymore, where I don't have the security that I had before when I was doing really well off with like photography. And so like, I'm in a place where like, it might take me now a couple more years than I anticipated to do something like buy a house. And so when I see my friends buying houses or I see my other friends getting like really good jobs that are like stable and have stable income, like in short sight, I'm like, I want that. I want that so bad. Because right now for us, life is just all over the place. It's like, are we going to make rent this month? Like stuff like that. And so it's, um, it's definitely something that I've had to balance and to battle um, more than balance, not balance. Definitely shouldn't balance jealousy as if it's like a, I'll do it sometimes, but not other times, but no, like battling it. Um, in the sense where I, I have a hard time with that. Cause I compare to some degree. I'm like, Oh, why do they get it? Like sometimes I think the biggest one, and this is, this is actually, I think the biggest struggle that I've had to work on is when I see like friends or people in my life, that have inherited a lot from their family, whether it's that they paid for college, they paid for like their vehicles or they um, like had like no expenses all throughout college and basically had everything paid for. So like they got to either just save their money and then just spend it freely however they wanted. But like now they have, you know, like better jobs or they, they are way at like a head start than a lot of other people. And for myself, 
I didn't really get handed anything from like my parents. I got handed a minivan. That's as, that's as far as it went. <laughs> I remember. <the laughs> you remember minivan. those days? <clears throat> We'd pile in like 30 of us into the car and drive somewhere like QT just down the street. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't that crazy. Um, um, but yeah. I ahead. think jealousy, in my opinion, can be more of a reflection of the heart mm-hmm. of like what the heart longs for or where the heart is the most broken. Yeah. Um, like things I get jealous of are based off of my own insecurity, yeah. which is where I'm the most broken. Mm-hmm. Um, or family things. Like when I see, like we go to family things with Khan, I can get so easily jealous over I don't have um, like these certain things um, in my family. Like we're different. They're older. They move slower. Yeah. Um, things like that where I'm like, dang. Not that I, I'm not saying like I love my grandparents. That's not it. I'm just saying envious of like, siblings that you like right. and that like you like family things whereas i'm not saying connor's family isn't broken but mm-hmm. i can easily get so sad because right. i'm like i don't have that like that it just makes me feel bad yeah um but i feel like that's what jealousy can really reveal mm-hmm. um places like when you find yourself getting mad a desire in you that you didn't even know was there yeah or one that you knew was there and you need to now address and work on Um, and insecure jealousy can fester and become very toxic. Um, and so can a jealousy as simple as, Oh, like I wish I had that if you let it. Um, Mm. but that's why I think jealousy is, has tendency to be evil, but I feel like the emotion itself can reveal a lot, but I think you should work on that. Like you shouldn't just be satisfied and, Oh, I'm just this insecure little ball of nothing. (laughs) <laughs> like don't sit in that. Like I do think there should be a call to fix that. But yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, so how do we combat against <clears throat> jealousy and envy? Like how do we fight against these things? Cause obviously they should not be. And, um, maybe some of us struggle with it more than others, but what, what advice do we have for ourselves and for others on how we can battle it? I think if Christian were here, I, I'm almost certain we can ask him later, but I'm almost certain he would say this because this is Christian's thing is gratitude stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> and Aww. he is really good at that. Mm-hmm. I am not so much, but I think he wakes that, up every morning. Connor's just like, why does everyone else have everything? I hate everything. I'm, I'm like, Christian, why are you so good at this? And I'm not. Well, even <laughs> when he did like his Instagram, like daily gratitudes, he still does them here and there, mm-hmm. but he was going through a really tough season in his life. And I think that is like what Connor's saying is like, that was a, we all knew that was a really hard time for him. Right. But he chose every day to get up and turn that around every day for like a solid month um, of just reminding other people of things to be grateful for. And I just couldn't get over like, nobody knows. He's not saying, all right, guys, here's the truth. Here's the tea. Like, feel bad for me. Message me prayer. Like he was (laughs) like, hey, let me remind you all what to be grateful of today. What I'm grateful for. Totally. Like what an amazing and beautiful moment to be like, Hey, no one needs to know I'm broken, but other people might be struggling instead of like getting around and crying together. Let's talk about what we're thankful for. Yeah. Yeah. I think, <clears throat> I think that's first of all, the most practical thing you can do yeah. mm-hmm. like prayer, thanking God for the things that you do have, because there is, there is the thing with jealousy or envy is there is always going to be another person with more of whatever thing you are jealous about or envious about. So like, even if you're envious about like your friend who has, you know, more of this thing or a nicer thing than you, that they could have the same problem with somebody who has, you know, even more of that thing or a nicer thing. And I think, I think the, the overall arcing problem of, of jealousy and envy and a lot of sin is not having a perspective of like one that God has. And like having a worldly perspective of I need these things or I want these things in the world to like make Mm -hmm. me have a better life or things that I think will make me happier. I think will fulfill me when in reality, all those things will pass away and you can't take any of them with you to heaven. So why focus on those things so much to where it, it drives a wedge between you and another person um, and and cancels opportunities that the Lord might have for you. And I think, we, we lose sight of those things very easily, and that's exactly what the enemy wants us to do, is to mm-hmm. just be like, I'm going to put this this bag over your head of jealousy and envy, and you're going to be okay with it. Like, yeah. there's so many Christians, <clears throat> because we can't expect anything more of non-believers. Like, that's, <clears throat> they don't know the truth of the Lord. So, right. like, but for those of us who do, like, 
why are we letting that that proverbial bat like go over our head so mm-hmm. often? Like you have every choice, which is a great thing and also a struggle. Yeah. That like the Lord gave us free will. <clears throat> but you have every choice in the world to like take that bag off your head mm-hmm. and deal to see things clearly and how the Lord wants you to. And we just choose not to sometimes. We're like, no, this feels this feels unfair mm-hmm. to me that somebody else has this thing or somebody else gets to go do this thing that I want to. Yeah. And that's just literally just distracting us from like what our true purpose is. Yeah. Because if our true purpose, if we believe that it's to gain more things in this world or to have a nicer house or to have a nicer car or to go on all these trips, um, like what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> the biggest question is like, what are we doing? What is our, what is our perspective in this life mm-hmm. as Christians? And <clears throat> jealousy and envy does not have a place in that. Yeah. Why do you guys think that we like hold on so much easier to bitterness and those kind of things? I think, <clears throat> I think James, uh, it's two. I think James two talks about how we have to be doers of the word, not just like hearers of the word mm-hmm. and how those who, who hear the word, but don't do like aren't doers of the word, like look in a mirror and then they leave and they forget like who they are and what they saw. <clears throat> and I think that's just a simple, simple problem to humanity and to those who <clears throat> continually forget their identity in Christ Yeah, is like, Oh, when times are bad, I'm gonna go look at this mirror again and then I'll be good. And then mm-hmm. I'll, you know, something will happen. And I'll walk away and I'll totally forget. So it's like every time jealousy or envy pops up in our in our mind, we have a choice <clears throat> to take those thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ. Mm-hmm. But we sometimes we choose not to. <clears throat> and it's not like, you know, you make one mistake with that and it's you're screwed. Right. Like <clears throat> the Lord is forgiving and he wants us to have a journey. Like we're we call to be sanctified. So I think <clears throat> the solution to this isn't an overnight one. And it's not like you can be solving jealousy and <clears throat> envy, enviness, and you know, nice. Those two things. Um, it's not it. like those two things will be complete. If you pray, the the solution would be easier if it was just like God, help me never be jealous or envious ever again. <laughs> but it's like Gone. that's not how it works, right? <laughs> like, <clears throat> so. I think the this, the underlying solution is remembering first of all who you are in Christ and mm-hmm. that you don't need those things and that you know Matthew 6 tells you that the Lord takes care of the grass in the fields and the birds in the in the in the sky and like yeah. how much more important are you than those things mm-hmm. um, and they never have to worry about you know what they eat and, yeah. um you know the things that you're wearing and the Lord will provide for you so <clears throat> Like, why are we worrying about these things? Why is that the sole purpose mm-hmm. of our lives sometimes to just gain things more or have other people right. lose things for our gain? Yeah. Well, I would add that um, it's like mentally, like it's more work. And I think that we've like trained ourselves in our society to like just avoid it at all costs because it, it requires effort. It's like, oh, I have to be thankful and like grateful for things today, like that requires energy and I don't have the energy. I have the energy to easily complain to these things because one, it's in our sinful nature. So like it feels natural to us. That's just like naturally where we're going to tend towards, but you have to like fight against it to, um, to combat those things. But I think that because it requires effort, that's like a big reason why I think we also just don't work on it. <laughs> we just, we would rather sit in the bitterness and in the resentment or in the envy and all of those emotions because one, it's easier and two, because it requires work to get out of it. And no one has like the motivation to do that unless they go listen to a sermon. And that's when like they get back into things, right? That's like, kind of like you're saying, going back to the mirror. It's like, you go back to church, you have that community. That's like, Hey, you gotta, we're, we're going to work on this thing kind of thing. Right. And then they get out of it and they have some motivation for a little bit. But then after a while, it's like, ah, this is tiring. Like, I don't want to do this. Like it's way easier for me to just complain or be jealous of that or whatever it is. So yeah, that definitely adds to it. But I would also say, so I think there's a couple different solutions that I want to just kind of add into this, that this can be beneficial to someone. So there's, there's obviously the distinction between envy and jealousy. And so envy is on the external side. Envy has to do with the things of this world and wanting something that you um, believe you deserve that someone else has that you believe they don't deserve. Um, And I think that 
when it comes to that specific like alleyway, um, it it really is a reflection of the heart of like what 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 are you after? Like what are the things in this world that you desire? Right? Like Jesus has this guy come up to him and says. Like, Jesus, I've done everything you said. I've followed every single commandment that you've given me. Like, what more do I need to do to be a disciple of yours? And he's like, go sell all your things. And, like, then you can become a follower of mine. And the guy, like, walked away disappointed because he knew that he had to sell all of his possessions. But that was where his heart truly lied. He was like, hey, I'll, I'll give you everything except where my heart really lies. Like, I'll give you all the things that are easy for me to do, but I'm not going to give you the things that are hard. And so for us when we battle these things of enviness and covetousness, it's like, you know, is our goal in life this, you know, American dream? Like is the idea that like your goal in life is I want a house, I want a family, I want kids, I want all these things because then if that's your goal, then you're going to, why did it just turn off on me? Pause thought. Oh, the card is full. How did it do that? Um, I guess I'll just close this out. Then. <laughs> um, welcome to my monologue. <laughs> oh my gosh. The other card is with Aiden. So my apologies. Um, but basically we, if our, if our direction in life is to focus on those things and that's like our direction in life, then obviously like we need to like really reconsider what it means to be a follower of Christ. Cause it's all about giving up everything that we have for him and for his sake. And if our desire is those things of having the house or having those things, then obviously we're going to look at other people that have that and we're going to compare to that. But like life is not about a competition of this. Like the only way that like life is a competition is that like we are running one race. Like Paul talks about it, right? In first Corinthians, like we are running one race and we should finish strong and work hard towards it. But even at that same point, it's like, I'm not going to do more good works than you because it's a competition that it's going to have some effect on my salvation. But like there is, there is truly, truly the best way to combat envy in the sense of someone else has something that I don't have is to do the exact opposite is to celebrate them. And that's something that I learned when I worked at Dutch Bros Coffee because it's in like their manifesto slash whatever their, what do they call their creed? That's their Dutch creed. It basically says like, it challenges you to celebrate the success of other people. And it sounds weird because we don't really do that. Like we might do that with like our closest friends. So like for instance, you just got a promotion and all of us were like, woo, like we were cheering and we're like super stoked for you. Like I think our group is pretty good at that. But if we're struggling with, you know, like envy and we're trying to get that job or we're trying to get into that position, or even let's say you work at a place where you and another person are going after a job and they get it and you don't, our first thought is, I deserve that job. Why did they get the position? I work harder than that person. And they're going to build up this whole case against them about why they deserve those things. But like, if our mindset instead was like, I'm just going to celebrate you. Like, this is awesome. Like, God is a different path for me. Like, you know, I'm going to keep working hard at this and I'm going to lean into his will and just trust him in all my in all of his ways, right? And not lean on my own understanding. But even more than that, I'm going to celebrate him. I'm not going to like avoid him at all costs because I know the second I look at him, I'm going to be like, don't, I, I'm reminded of you being in that position every single day and I don't want to have to think about my jealousy issue with that. If you can change your perspective to be like, no, I'm going to force myself to celebrate them. Be like, hey, I am super stoked that you got this position or I'm so excited you got into this relationship. When we, when we change that mindset and we actually truly authentically celebrate them, it changes everything about our view on what it means when someone else gets something that we desire. So like for, for me, when I see my friends getting houses or getting these other jobs or these kinds of things, like I have to force myself to be like, I need to celebrate them. Like this is awesome for them. Like I obviously like I'm on a different path, but like one, when we, when we have envy in our hearts, the reason why it's such a big deal is because it's showing, uh, it's showing God, or it's basically just telling God that, Hey, like what you've offered me in this world is not enough. Like I deserve more. And that comes with entitlement, which I think we've talked about in a couple episodes before where it's like, this is a huge problem we have in our society is this idea of entitlement. I deserve these things. Well, we don't deserve anything except death. Like that's really like where we draw the line. So when we, when we get envious, it's basically saying like, God, you are not enough for me. And what you've offered me in this world is not enough. And that's a huge problem with our faith because if we're ungrateful for what God has given us, 
that goes back to the to the the parable of the talents. It's like if you can't be good with the little I give you, why am I going to trust you with the more? Like if I gave you all of those things, you're not going to celebrate me or give me glory in those things. You're going to say it was all you and then you're going to turn around to the people that are below you and you're going to look down on them. Like you got some things you got to work on in your heart <clears throat> before you receive anything else. And so I think that that perspective really can help combat. That's at least helped me when it comes to battling envy in that sense. Now on the jealousy side, jealousy has a lot more to do with, I would say a lot of more complications because if it comes with like a relationship, like there can be trust issues, there could be someone in the past that's been hurt by someone. And so like that inherently comes into the next relationship where like you have trust issues because the last person cheated on you because you gave them too much trust. And so like trust obviously has to be earned, right? Like <clears throat> JP talks about it, Pastor JP. He says trust is earned in uh, drops, but it's lost in buckets. I don't know if it was his quote, but I know I've heard it before and I think you said it, but um, like we for sure need to build trust within relationships. But I think that the jealousy side of it <clears throat> is something that like, the I think the biggest problem is not a matter of like, how do we combat it? It's that like, we need to actually address it because I don't think that we address it. I think that's the thing is like, well, I don't really deal with my jealousy problem because I avoid it and I don't really acknowledge that it has an impact on my life. But if we focus on, you know, changing our mindset towards that and thinking, you know, like, hey, jealousy actually is an issue that I have and um, like it's really impacting my relationship, then you confront those things with your partner and you tell them about those things you struggle with because then one, they can love you better because they know what you struggle with versus doing things inherently they didn't think was wrong that is damaging in that sense because they have had those struggles and like that just does not help the relationship grow at all. But if they are aware of like what your struggles are, then they can help love you better in what they do. Um, And so like communicating that if you're in a relationship is huge. Like if you want to admit you have a jealousy problem, but you have a jealousy problem, like you you're not, you're not going to have a healthy relationship until you come forth about those things. Like honesty and transparency is like what has to come at the foundation of any relationship being married. It has to be like, we cannot lie to each other. If we lie to each other and we hide things from each other, guess what happens? We're like a crock pot. It just builds up inside. It's like shaking up a soda can, except you know, with a soda can, like eventually it'll just like decompress and it'll like slow down and it'll eventually go back to normal. It's, we think that it would be like that. But we think that, oh, well, if that's the case, then I can just let it sit for a while and then it'll eventually go away. And it doesn't. It just adds up. And even if we think it goes away, then you get into that one argument and then it just like comes out from out of nowhere and you just like, you know, out of right field and just left hook and uh, it, it it comes to the surface. So more like a crock pot. It's like the hotter, the longer it sits in there, the hotter it gets, like the more it's going to brew and it'll eventually come out. And so to have that mindset, it's, it's like, let's, let's focus more on like being honest about the struggle that we have with it. But then from there, um, like give it to God and realize that, Hey, I, I, I might have a jealousy problem, but I don't get to justify it and say that it's okay because I deserve this or that. Like we have to have the mindset of only God gets the glory. Like this is where like that divine, um, that divine jealousy comes into play. It's like if we are ever the outcome of the jealousy in the sense where we receive that admiration, recognition, or attention, then we have become our own God because we're desiring that attention. And so that can come with insecurities, but ultimately like our mindset has to shift to God always gets the glory in these things. And so that's something to to wrestle with, to battle with, to pray about. Like you can read books on it. You can listen to more sermons about those things, but like the the first step it's just like i think it's just like an aa and all these other things it's like you have to admit you have a problem before you can like fix the problem and so i think that that's a a more practical direction i think for a lot of people because more often than not we don't recognize those things we ignore them we say it's not a big deal and then it becomes a much bigger deal later on so that's my two cents for you guys on that amen Um, brother amen praise the lord yeah anything else you guys want to add before we peace out of here Christian, come back. We miss you. Come back. And uh, kind of upset you didn't invite us. So screw you, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good times. All right, guys. Well, we love y'all. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in for another episode. Um, Make sure you guys check out our new merch we just dropped. Just dropped. 
Ask me about Jesus uh, black hoodie, which is so soft. It's a 60-40 blend. Trust me, it's soft. And then we also dropped uh, our story, uh, or let me tell you, a story hoodie design on our T-shirt. And then we also dropped the Ask Me About Jesus in a black tee as well. So if you guys uh, want to support, check out the store. If not, follow us on Ask Us Why with two Ys on Instagram. Guys, you put your phone right next to it. I can't believe you just did that. I can't believe you just did that. It wasn't Unreal. Me. Unreal. Not you just me. pulled your phone away. No. <laughs> and it went away. <laughs> Culprit. All right. We'll see you next time. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace out. Bye. Catch you on the flippity flip. Sayonara. Oh see God. you later, warehouse. <laughs> Au revoir.